Chapter 12, Professional Conduct, Learning Objectives. After studying this chapter, you should know how to recognize when a certified applicator must be present during an application from information provided on a label or by regulations. Understand the importance of keeping records of pesticide training for uncertified individuals. Assure that an uncertified individual that you supervise can understand and follow application procedures. Understand the importance of providing detailed guidance for pesticide applications that you supervise. Know your responsibilities in supervising uncertified individuals. Understand the importance of explaining appropriate federal and state laws and regulations to uncertified individuals that you supervise. Know how to communicate with customers and explain realistic expectations of pesticide applications. Know how to describe notification procedures for customers and neighbors prior to applications, that is chemical sensitivity registries, restricted entry instructions, and post-application requirements. Know how to provide labels and material safety data sheets upon request. Know how to, to provide notification and signage required by laws and regulations for the duration of restrictions and know how to address or refer public inquiries about pest and pesticide applications. Webster's Dictionary defines professionalism as the, quote, conduct, aims, or qualities that characterize or mark a profession or a professional person, end quote. Many factors have an influence on the professional conduct of pesticide applicators. It is important that certified pesticide applicators understand the rules and regulations on supervising unsupervised or uncertified employees and know how to train employees in proper pest control techniques. Implementing proper training and pesticide security measures assists the pesticide application business in establishing and maintaining a professional image. People are quite concerned about the safety and health effects associated with pesticides. Therefore, it is extremely important to be able to communicate with customers effectively, accurately, and in a professional manner about the nature of the pest problem, the chemical and non-chemical means to prevent and control pests, and the risks involved if a pesticide is used. Supervision Quote, Unless otherwise prescribed by its labeling, a pesticide shall be considered to be applied under the direct supervision of a certified applicator if it is applied by a competent person acting under the instructions in control of a certified applicator who is available if and when needed. Even though such certified applicator is not physically present at the time and place the pesticide is applied. End quote. Parenthesis FIFRA section 2E4. This section in I, this section in FIFRA establishes the minimum federal standard for direct supervision of uncertified individuals. Some states require a certified applicator to be physically present at the application site whenever an uncertified individual applies a restricted use pesticide. Some states require the certified applicator to perform the application, while other states require the certified applicator to be present during the application of any pesticide. 
that is both restricted use and unclassified use. The supervising certified applicator is responsible for the actions of the uncertified person throughout the entire application process, that is mixing, application, cleanup, and disposal. In some cases, product labels may restrict the use of certain pesticides to certified applicators only. In such instances, an uncertified applicator may assist the certified person, but the actual application must be performed by the person certified in the appropriate pest control category. The phrase, quote, under the direct supervision of, end quote, means the act or process whereby the handling and application of a pesticide is made by a, quote, competent person, end quote, acting under the instructions and control of a certified applicator. The key words are, quote, competent person, end quote. In this context, competency is defined as being properly qualified to perform functions associated with a pesticide application. It is essential for supervisors to prepare and train each uncertified person to independently handle and apply pesticides in a responsible manner. Uncertified applicators need to be every bit as professional as their certified colleagues. It is important that uncertified persons understand basic information such as federal and state pesticide laws and regulations, security and emergency procedures in the event of an incident, the importance of carefully following all label instructions, knowledge about the pesticides and application equipment to be used in the pest be controlled, the proper use of all personal protective equipment, the need to keep accurate and precise application records, and the need to communicate regularly with the certified supervisor. Proper supervision is not merely a single instructional event, but rather a continuing educational process. Maintaining good training records helps to ensure management that training throughout the employer's or employee's career is timely and relevant. Supervision requires continual interaction between the supervisor and the uncertified person. Pesticide Security and Supervision Pesticide security has the mission of protecting people, facilities, and the environment from harm. In pesticide certification and training, pesticide security is about allowing access to pesticides only by competent persons. Pesticide security is important for all pesticide distributors, retailers, and end users, including uncertified individuals. Supervisors, as well as those persons being supervised, must be knowledgeable about security procedures, develop a formal written security plan that includes well-defined communication procedures between the supervisor and the applicator. Given the availability of today's modern communication technologies, such as cell phones, pagers, and remote internet access. Maintaining frequent contact between the certified applicator and the uncertified staff need not be a problem. Such technologies permit immediate contact. No pesticide applicator, certified or uncertified, should be without such communication devices today. Public and customer communications. The importance of professionalism to a successful business cannot be overstated. A professional person or company must strive for excellence. Professionalism deals not only with how you and your equipment look, but also with how you deal with other employees, customers, the public, 
and in some cases, the media. This can all be summed up as your, quote, your professional image, end quote. Professionalism includes continuing education, keeping up with current pesticide regulations, knowing enough to ask for outside help when you do not have all the answers, knowing the safety and environmental aspects of the job, and taking the initiative to communicate with your customers. What the public hears from the receptionist, technician, and pesticide applicator helps form their opinion of the company as much as do the final results. Pesticide applicators must never give their customers or other members of the public the impression the pesticide products they use are safe or imply the products are, or services they offer are safer than, the, than those used by other companies. Creating a professional image begins with the vocabulary used by employees. It is important to use terminology about pests and pesticides the public can understand. Never use phrases such as environmentally friendly, safe, safe for children and pets, safer, and harmless when referring to pesticide products or to the services offered by a pesticide applicator. Also, avoid using the terms organic, natural, or least toxic because these terms lack a common definition and are likely to confuse their cust your customers. Pesticide applicators must not refer to EPA and state-registered products as EPA-approved or state-approved. Such references can give the public the impression no risks are associated with the use of the pesticide products and these agencies endorse, approved, or recommend the use of particular products. Acceptable terminology may include describing the product as reduced risk and or less toxic. Explain to the customer why the risk is reduced when compared with use of a higher toxicity product. Also explain whether the product requires more application to be as effective. Provide customers information packets that explain the risks associated with the pesticide. This may include additional information from labels or MSDS. It is important for pesticide applicators and pest management specialists to spend time with each customer explaining what needs to be done and why. Show customers how environmental, cultural, and physical factors can contribute to ongoing pest problems. For example, moisture, humidity, planting site, sanitation, improper plant selection, and ineffective barriers all may play a role in pest outbreaks. Do not merely tell the customer what you are spraying for, but rather show the customer the problems. Defining the what and why includes explaining product selection, how it is to be used, and anticipated results. Be factual and, above all, do not exaggerate the results your customers can expect from the treatment. Inform the customer about any post-application label instructions, such as re-entry restrictions, watering in a pesticide, or livestock grazing or feeding prohibitions, whether in the field, the garden, or a structure. Some states have mandatory pre-application notification requirements for customers or neighbors. These include chemical hypersensitivity registries currently enforced in about a dozen states. Be sure to let your customers know if the neighbors have requested notification and if there are any concerns or objections involving the use of pesticides. At a, at a minimum, prior notification to concerned individuals should include 1. 
date and address of the scheduled application, two, name and telephone number of the applicator, and three, the applicator's certification slash license number, where applicable. State laws and regulations may differ from these minimum notification requirements. Therefore, pesticide applicators must know what their state-specific notification requirements are before making an application. Regulations in some states may require you to provide copies of labels and MSDS at the time of application. Such requirements usually involve applications around residential, school, and recreational property, but rarely agricultural areas. States and other governmental entities may also require posting of the treated site immediately following a pesticide application, especially when the application is made to residential and golf course turf, landscape areas, ornamental plants, school property, or public access areas, or around the perimeter of structures. A number of states now have School Integrated Pest Management, IPM, programs that require notification of school staff members and parents and posting of treated areas. Even in states where these requirements do not exist, companies often post notices at entry points to recently treated areas. This usually involves placing a small plastic flag or sign in a conspicuous place to alert people to avoid the treated area, at least until the spray has dried thoroughly. Check with your state, tribe, territory, or other pesticide regulatory agency to make sure you are in compliance with any posting requirements. To maintain good customer and public communications, consider keeping more detailed records than required by federal and state laws. Records can prove invaluable as documentations in the event of a complaint or a lawsuit against your business. Pesticide records provide all the necessary information about the pesticides and how they were actually applied, thus protecting the applicator from what may be false accusations. Additional information could include whether nozzle sizes, spray pressures, ground speed, calibration, or any other special precautions that may have been used or taken. Records can also help determine which pesticide treatments work, which treatments do not work, and why. Record keeping is also a major tool of IPM by documenting pest sightings and population levels, pest control techniques used, and overall environmental conditions. Good records enable an applicator to make more informed pest control decisions. If medical treatment for a pesticide injury is required for humans or animals, records can provide information necessary to the medical staff for diagnosis and treatment. Good records can also document the steps that were taken to protect farm workers and the environment from pesticides. Records may also be used to respond to the public's concern regarding pesticide use. How to answer consumer questions. Today, customers and other concerned individuals are likely to ask the pesticide applicator, the sales representative, or the service technician about the products that will be used to manage their pest problems. They may ask about possible effects on children, pets, property, the environment, and themselves. How you answer these questions can determine whether you have a satisfied customer. Preparing yourself and your staff to answer consumer concerns is the professional approach. A good way to familiarize every pesticide applicator and technician in the company with typical questions and answers is to discuss these during company training sessions. Role-playing by the staff members can help reinforce correct and responsible responses. 
If requested by the customer or anyone else inquiring about pesticides, provide web addresses and 800 phone numbers for pesticide emergencies and for pesticide information. For emergencies, contact the National Poison Control Center at 1-800-222-1222. For pesticide information, contact the National Pesticide Information Center, NPIC, at 1-800-858-7378 or npic.orst.edu. Also, when requested by your customer or other concerned individuals, be prepared to provide the trade and common names of the pesticides and copies of the product labels in MSDS. Your professional image. It takes work to achieve and maintain a professional image. As a representative of your pest management company, seek to reinforce a positive company image. Remember, your work actions reflect on your company and on the entire pest management industry. Be sure to leave a positive impression. Summary Certified applicators often supervise and instruct uncertified individuals. The minimum standard for supervision of pesticide applications is detailed under FIFRA. According to FIFRA, Certified applicators do not necessarily have to be physically present during the application. Certified applicators, however, must be aware of any state law or label requirements that have stricter standards. To perform pesticide applications properly, uncertified individuals need adequate training and supervision to become competent at their task. Supervisors must be able to communicate effectively with employees as well as customers and the public. Both certified and uncertified employees must be able to address consumer questions clearly and accurately. It is a violation of the federal pesticide law to misrepresent the safety and efficacy of any pesticide. Applicators must also be aware of and follow up on any pre-application notifications or posting of treatment sites required by their state. Properly training employees enforcing security procedures, communicating effectively, and adhering to federal and state pesticide laws all contribute to a professional image. Looking and acting professional enhances consumer confidence in the pest management industry. Review Questions, Chapter 12 Number 1. According to FIFRA, what is the minimum standard for direct supervision of a pesticide application by uncertified individuals? A. The application is done by a competent person with a certified applicator present at the time and place a pesticide is applied. B. The application is done by a competent person acting under the instruction and control of a certified applicator who is available if and when needed. C. The application is done by a competent person who has received a six-month training course by a certified applicator. Or D, the application is done by a person who has passed a competency exam. 2. Under which set of circumstances would the certified applicator be required to be physically present at the application site? A. Whenever a restricted use pesticide is applied. B. Whenever any type of pesticide is applied by an uncertified individual. C. If state law or the label requires it. 
or D, when the pesticide is being applied inside or around a public building. Number three, which would be an appropriate way to describe a relatively low toxicity pesticide product to the customer? A, environmentally friendly. B, non-toxic. C, EPA approved. Or D, used with caution. Number four, which is true about pre-application posting requirements? A. All state requires notification of school staff members 72 hours before an application is to be made to its school. B. Some states maintain a registry of sensitive individuals who must be informed if a pesticide application is going to be made near them. C. States do not vary in the minimum notification requirements to concerned individuals. Or D. All states require residential areas to be posted before a pesticide application is made. Number five, which statement about posting and notification requirements is false? A, some states may require you to provide copies of labels and material safety data sheets at the time of application or upon request by the consumer. B, states and other governmental entities may require posting of treated sites immediately following a pesticide application. C. Posting usually involves placing a small plastic flag or sign in a conspicuous place to alert people to avoid treated areas. Or D. Most states require posting of and notification about pesticide applications made in agricultural areas. Review answers for Chapter 12. 1B 2C 3D, 4B, and 5D. And this concludes the 12 chapters of the comment or the core manual booklet.